Hey guys, Jackie Sinclair here. Welcome to Not Just a Mama Podcast. Two of my favorite quotes are, without conflict, growth cannot take place, and comfort is the enemy of progress. These two quotes are very near to my heart because of what they've, because of their representation to me of what has happened in my life over the past four years. I was scrolling through, just today, scrolling through my news feed on Facebook and they they tell you, you know, your memories from however many years ago. Well, today it's been officially four years since Tommy and I made the move to Southern California. And though I can honestly and 100% say it saved our life from so many other things, it's strengthened our marriage, it's been the best decision we have made. However, if you would have talked to me four, three and a half years ago, my opinion would have been very, very different. So I want to talk about these two quotes because within them, they say a lot. Um, and the basis is self-doubt, fear. Um, and I feel like it can resonate a lot with people on a multi-level, um, on multiple levels, right? So conflict, conflict, you have conflict in your life sometimes on a regular basis. Um, but depending on the magnitude of the conflict that enters your life, uh, growth can take place. And sometimes you don't even know what's happening. And then sometimes you can be more intentional with it and set that intention to grow from the problem. And then comfort is the enemy of progress. This was one of my favorite lines from The Greatest Showman, right? Because it's so true. It is so true. How can you progress in your life if you stay in your comfort zone, right? And I've learned more in the last two years about that than I would have probably my entire life if I hadn't kind of turned my world upside down. Um, not just with a move, but with um, starting my own business. That's a huge, huge, huge outside of my comfort box thing that I did. So I want to kind of talk through both of these and let you in on how and why they're important to me, but also kind of take you through this moment in my life that happened four years ago and where I'm at now. So sometimes, you know, when you see a picture or you go to a spot that you haven't been before, or maybe you see someone and you kind of get your breath taken away because you, you instantly go back to that moment where that person was or the last time you were there or that picture triggers something within you, right? This picture did it for me. <laughs> when we took this picture, I was in a really bad place. I had a lot of negative emotions. I was not, was not happy. And now I look back on it and I think that poor girl, she, she just needed someone to give her a hug and, and tell her that it was going to be okay. And even though my mom did that a number of times, 
and she herself had gone through something very similar with with us as a family um it just I don't know it, it's like you know how you always say that if it comes from someone else other than your parents then it's real I guess I don't know and so like I want to go back to that girl and give her a big hug and tell her honestly everything is going to be okay you will get through this and this will be one of the best things you do right but of course you can't do that so I want to kind of put that out there now for anybody who encounters anything similar so that they can hear this and know it, it, it turns out okay. It's just temporary. And I think for me, the move was so sudden. Um, we decided to make this move within a month um, and we did it. My brain didn't have time to process it I guess. Um, and so it kind of was just numb. I, I, I can kind of say that I felt very numb during the whole thing. Um, and I disconnected from a lot of people because I knew I was leaving. And for me, that was a defense mechanism, right? And I know a lot of people do that. They push people away or they just disconnect because it's easier to walk away from something when you're not 100% completely involved right? You've already started that process of stepping away. So when I see this picture, I am reminded of all those emotions that I had driving away a few moments after we took the picture. And, you know, some days you just remember from the moment you wake up to the moment you go to bed, right? There's just those days where something very life-changing happens and you remember every single moment of that day and this is one of those days where I remember from the moment I woke up or the moment my alarm went off I don't think I actually ever fell asleep to the moment that I actually laid my head down on the pillow in the at night right and I, I kind of go through that day in my mind and I think about all the stuff I didn't do that I could have done, right? Because I was in such a negative state. Um, I was not open to the conflict to show me how to grow. This was a quote I heard later on um, a few years ago, and I wish I would have heard it before all of this because I feel like maybe a part of me would have been more open to inviting the growth to happen um, or inviting the conflict, knowing that I can learn from it, right? Um, but I was just completely closed off. And I, you know, I remember Hayden was um, at my parents' house and I was saying goodbye to them. And I wasn't going to see Tommy and Hayden for two weeks. Tommy was dropping me off with our stuff moving us in, and then he was coming back up to Northern California um, to get the second load and let Hayden finish out school until um, Thanksgiving break. So I was going to be in Palm Springs by myself for two full weeks, right? By myself, alone. <laughs> Hayden gave me a, uh, a Rudolph that um, used to play noise, used to play the song, right? 
And that night, as I was saying goodbye to him, he gave it to me and he said, here, mama, this is for you. So you're not all alone. I'm there with you, right? And it took every single fiber in my being to not fall apart when he said that, because that's probably one of the sweetest things that little boy has ever done. Um, and he did it so innocently. He had no idea what was happening. He had no idea the the emotions surrounded around all of this, right? Because when you're little, you don't you don't understand. And I love that he didn't because I think it made it easier for him. So here I am. We've moved, and I'm here in this apartment by myself. Those two weeks were probably the most gut-wrenching two weeks of my entire life. I literally, I quite literally felt like I was dying during those two weeks. I didn't sleep. I barely ate. I got sick almost every single day. I just my mental state was one of the worst it's ever been. Um, it's the time changed, right? Um, and we went from living kind of out in suburban to living next to a mountain, right? So on top of the time change, the mountain was there. And so at four o'clock it was pitch black. And so it just, all of those combined were a recipe for disaster for me, right? And now I want to go back to that, to that Jackie and say, let's find the opportunity. Let's find the area in this that we can pull from, right? And make it better. Because now I look back and I think, gosh, like if I hadn't gone through all of this, I wouldn't be the person I am today. The person I am today is 10 times better than the person I was four years ago. I was still a pretty good person four years ago, right? Um, but I approach things very differently now because of it. I, I have different views of things because of what I've endured, right? The other thing was by moving here, I 110% stepped out of my comfort zone. I was, I was so out in left field that I was just, trying to stay breathing because my anxiety was so overwhelming that it would consume me sometimes and paralyze me and I couldn't move. There were times I literally was stuck sitting looking out my office window because I couldn't move. I couldn't think. I was just focusing on my breathing because of what was happening. During the two weeks I was here by myself, unfortunately, what we all do when we're by ourselves and have a lot of free time and are in the middle of an emotional crisis, <laughs> I overanalyzed everything going on in my life and I, I really examined what was happening. And that whole month prior when I wasn't thinking about it, I was numb it all came crashing down in these two weeks. And I feel like if I had been more open to what was happening, it wouldn't have been so bad, right? 
And so now, four years later, I look at what Tommy and I have accomplished. I mean, four years is a really short period of time, right? Um, it's, it's half, Tommy and I have been together as a whole for eight years going on nine years. So this is half of our time together. We'd only been married for one year, right? Um, but let me tell you something, side note, you really want to test a marriage? <laughs> you go through something like this. I mean, it's, it's incredible how we were able to come together, um, finally and, and strengthen what we had. I mean, I didn't, no, we could get stronger and more in love, but it happened. But I don't think it would have happened that way had we not been pushed into this situation. And we did. We felt pushed. Um, it felt forced. And I think that also contributed to the negative mindset for all of it, right? So... Now, fa fast forward four years, right? Going on five years now. We were, we've done so much. Like, we've been able to get so much taken care of that we never would have been able to do up, up north, right? And part of it is because the cost of living is different here, right? We ended up making about the same amount of money that we were in the Bay Area, but our cost of living got cut in half. That's that's huge, right? Um, the other thing, we got rid of all of the white noise that was surrounding us, and it was just us, right? I was no longer Jackie Wagner, like I was. I would, I will always be Jackie Wagner to people in our hometown, right? Um, but here, I could be Jackie Sinclair, right? It was just us down here. It wasn't our families that were up north, right? Because our families were more predominant in the, in the community, right? So that was one thing, you know? Um, and I think sometimes when you're in the middle of conflict, you're so wrapped up in it that you can't see what's ahead or what could happen at the end of it, right? You're so focused on what the here and now is that you're not taking the time to think about what possibly could happen in the future, right? And that's the other part of kind of stepping out of your comfort zone. You get so wrapped up in the fear and the doubt of not being comfortable and, and stepping out of what you are familiar with that you don't see what you could be missing out on or you just ax that goal because the thought of leaving what you're doing now is too hard. For example, staying in a job that you hate because you're familiar with it, it's routine, it's a steady paycheck, right? I did that. I made that move. I'm, I'm not a risk taker by nature at all. Tommy is everybody to do something crazy and wild and scary because what comes from it can be just amazing, right? And isn't that what innovation is about? Is stepping out of the comfort box, thinking outside of the box, thinking out in left field and then executing it, right? And not knowing how to execute it is part of it, right? You don't know how you're gonna get from point A to point 
C without going to point B, but you're going to figure it out, right? It's something that I've come over the years to really understand much better because I've gone through it. And I know that there's a lot of people out there that go through conflict on a regular basis. So the next time it happens, I want you to think about, don't think about the immediate problem. I want you to think about what you can learn from it. And I want you to use that to resolve the conflict, right? I mean, now I, if I had to make a big move again, I'm 100% comfortable with it because I've gone through it. I know how to navigate it. I know what to expect. And even if things come up that I wasn't expecting, I still feel more comfortable because I've learned from the previous one, right? We did a, we were, we're in the middle of a house flip in Pennsylvania and that's Tommy's zone of genius, right? He's super good with that kind of stuff. Me, um, that's, I'm a bit more conservative. <laughs> I stepped out of the box to get on board with it, right? And even though it has not gone according to how we wanted it to, I still don't feel the amount of anxiety, nervousness, hesitation, uncertainty. I feel much more calm. I feel more at ease. I have more trust and faith that everything will work out because of everything that has happened prior to this point. I know that it will be okay. And so when I see this picture, I almost started crying because I think back to how I was and I, I just kind of keep saying it, it turned out okay. It turned out okay. You know, it's like this, this release for me that one, as usual, <laughs> my mom was right, but two, you got to have that faith and trust that it's going to pan out and that there is a reason for what's going on right now, right? And you might not know what that reason is right off the bat. You might not know what it is a year from now, two years from now. It might not happen until 10 years out that you realize why you were given that obstacle. It was preparing you for something else. And I, I'm, I'm never, I've never been told by somebody that something happened that wasn't useful to them in the future. I've never come across anybody who says, oh my gosh, this terrible thing happened to me and I've not been able to utilize it in any way, any shape or form in my entire life moving forward. I've never heard that. I've always heard that because of this or because of that, or from this person or with that person, this has happened and it's a positive thing, right? You know, you get into relationships with people and they turn out bad. What did you learn from that relationship? So the next one isn't going to be like that, right? You have to understand 
how to learn, right? You have to be open to learning as well. If you're completely closed off to not wanting the growth to happen, then you're just setting yourself up for continued like failures, right? You're going to continuously not succeed and it's going to bring you down lower and lower and lower when you could just open up a little bit more and utilize the situation and elevate yourself to a higher level, right? Because we can all get to that excellent level. We just have to rise up to it, you know? There's no, there's no it coming to us. You have to go to it, right? And I never would have gotten to my level I'm at now had I not gone through a move, had I not gone through um, going through all my medical issues. All of that, had I not, you know, made the decision to change how I looked at situations, how I dealt with certain people, because I didn't want to. That's stupid. Make life easier for yourself, right? You're given these lessons. Utilize them. Think of them as little pieces of wisdom that are being given to you. Yeah, you might have to work for them a little bit, but in the end, you can also utilize it for people that aren't yourself, right? So like, I'm telling you about this that's happened to me and how why these quotes are really important and what the root of the quotes are, right? I'm sharing this wisdom, knowledge, insight, experience, whatever you want to call it, with you so that you know if you're enduring the same thing, you're not all alone. Or if something does come up, I hope that you can take this and remember it so that the next time you do enter a conflict or you are outside your comfort zone, you know to think of it as a positive as best as you can. You've got to be positive about it. Find the area that you can pull your gems out of and utilize them moving forward. Because sometimes you can avoid it. And so take it head on and make it your own. All right, everyone, that's the end. Thanks for letting me in your ear for a little while. Have a great day, and we'll talk soon. Bye.